is the Modern Eater Show. Piping hot and delicious. The Modern Eater. Food, 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 food. Oh, come and get it. And now your hosts, Greg Hollenbeck and Jay Parker. We're live at Stanley Marketplace. This is a good one. Small Business Saturday as the Modern Eater Show. We embark on this journey, and you're going to love it. Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, and uh, guest hosting tonight. Uh, this is a good one. Carrie Baird here with us from Bardo. Jay, how are you? I'm well. How are you, Greg? Good. Well, you got the big boy microphone. I, I have the big boy microphone. <laughs> I'm excited. Uh, Stanley Marketplace. Yeah. There's a buzz going around. Yeah. Carrie, hi. How are you? Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Welcome. Uh, it's always nice to be had, right? I mean, here we are. It's uh, Stanley Marketplace, Small Business Saturday, and uh, we've got a great lineup for us here today. I, I, I kind of want to set the scene. So uh, for those of you who, who have not uh, been to Stanley Marketplace, um, really cool, and, and I'm a big proponent of kind of one-offs, of uh, small businesses, of, of uh, just really creative businesses coming together. And I think that that's what you have at Stanley Marketplace. Now, as far as the marketplace goes, you know, you, you have places like Denver Central Market and Source Building to where they're kind of in there and it's an open space. Well, this is an open space. used to be a hangar, and, and luckily we have the chief storyteller here with us. And let's just bring him into the show now. Uh, Brian Palmer, welcome to the Modern Eater Show live in your backyard, man. How are you? Thank you. Thank you. I'm great. Thanks. Yeah, so I'm trying to describe Stanley Marketplace, and I, I, you know, bring you in because you'll do a much better job. Um, but so it's kind of a, a mall. I, I, why do I am I hesitant to say the word mall? Well, I think we, you know, we call ourselves the anti-mall sometimes mm-hmm. because we're all independently owned Colorado businesses. So there are no chains or franchises. They're all local Colorado businesses. One-offs. Yeah, one-offs. It's the size of the mall. It, you know, it's gigantic. It's 140,000 yeah. square feet, and we have 54 businesses total. What's the address here? Uh, 2501 North Dallas Street in Aurora, Colorado. We're literally on the border of Aurora and Denver. Coolest Instagram around. Uh, oh, hey, Stanley. That's us. <laughs> oh, hey. Oh, hey. And oh, we've hey. been doing a lot of, uh, you can use hashtag, oh, hey. Or you can use hashtag, um, what are we using tonight as a hashtag? We can we use hashtag, one? oh, hey, Stanley. Yeah. Yeah, and we then, love that. And then uh, the Modern Eater, also on our Instagram, we're doing some, uh, throwing up some good stuff. And then Stanley always uh, putting up stuff. Brian, you're, in charge, you're in charge of the social media, the Instagram, the marketing. Uh, you wear many hats here. I wear uh, a lot of hats. But it's really cool having us out here. And uh, just a quinky dink, it's a Small Business Saturday. And uh, I think that um, most people, as you know, uh, Black Friday yesterday. Uh, but when it comes to small businesses, and please, anybody jump in whenever. Uh, today's the difference between spending your money that uh, on a small business that's the difference between uh, young Johnny having a jersey to, to play football in or... Uh, little Nancy getting dance classes, and, uh, as opposed to doing a Black Friday where you're buying someone else another Porsche uh, or, or another vacation home. It's very important that we all get together and, and we look at this as a whole and as community because community-based, and that's really what Stanley Marketplace is laying down the roots uh, for right now. And uh, it's so cool to see these types of things and have these really cool businesses because I'll tell you what, I'm a Cherry Creek guy, actually a native to Cherry Creek, but I come to Stanley as a destination spot. And, and that's me, but I also know that the neighborhood is really embracing you as well, and that's very important. 
Yeah, it's been great. We've been really uh, welcomed by the neighborhood on both sides, in Stapleton, in this little pocket of Northwest Aurora. And when we first started this project, we really wanted to celebrate Colorado, small businesses, and a day like today just you know makes it easier to do that. We have a big lineup here, and we're going to feature some of these businesses, and, and we have a, uh, a star guest with us here, with uh, Carrie, chef over there That's at right. Bardo. Uh, top chef, I, we talk a lot about it, but there's not much for you to say, right, Carrie? You, you know, there's not too much I can tell you. I can tell you that it premieres on December 7th, yep. and it was really fun. <laughs> and, you know, you, you know what I know at this point. That's, well, brother I, Luck, we had Brother yep. Luck on the show. And you met Brother. That's right, and, they, the, and in case you don't know, Carrie and Brother Luck are the two featured uh, Colorado chefs yeah. uh, that were on. It was filmed here in Colorado, uh-huh. but they're the two Colorado chefs. So that's just a neat thing yeah. in, in our backyard to have that show doing it and have a couple local uh, local chefs. So Carrie, yeah. Carrie called it um, two months of summer school or, or what? Summer, summer camp. Vacation, summer camp. Adult summer camp. And so <laughs> for those of you that don't know, Top Chef takes it pretty serious that they don't want to know who, who won. But um, the winner gets how much in cash? One hundred and twenty-five thousand. I've been looking for new items. Is she driving a new car? <laughs> is I want just any kind of secret, mm-hmm. any kind of sign to know. Um, and Carrie, I, I, I really am so anxious to watch this stuff <laughs> because of you and just our hometown gal. You know, yeah. it's so cool for you to I do was, that. I'm so proud to represent Colorado and, you know, and to meet brother and for us to do it together was so fun. Became good friends, right? Great friends. Yeah. And all of us, like the whole cast, it was really surreal and it truly was adult summer camp. We had a blast. Go see Carrie at Bardo sometime, would you? So yes, Carrie's please. Oh, it's a great place. Yeah, <laughs> she's going to hang out with her. Now, Bryant, you've been down to Bardo? I have a couple times. Okay. Look, friends. We just meet... <laughs> <laughs> friends and they all come out i like uh, to eat yeah tonight <laughs> six fifteen, and he he's kind of sitting in the wings right now but it's uh john stefan and juniper pig it is one of these openings that uh, jay and i were all over because we saw them kind of as the build was happening right and as as we anticipate uh, juniper pig opening uh here they go just a couple of weeks back and it's a really really cool uh, butcher shop. We were those guys that while while John while his shop was getting built, every time Greg and I walked by, we were knocking on the window a little <laughs> bit, and we were saying, "Hey, like, hey, hey, man, who uh, who are you? Can we can we talk to you?" And we were so excited. And then they finally got going, and we walked in, and it's beautiful. And uh, John will tell you all about it. But it's 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 one of when when Brian was talking earlier, Greg, about uh, how it's a, a a mall, but it's not a mall. You know, it's like in my mind, it's like it it, it has. A a mall vibe to it, but without the cheesiness that a mall. Yeah, there's brings. no like old ladies walking fast you know, or anything. Yeah, it's like no white it, tennis it, shoes. It's like he said, each one is independently <laughs> owned, and it and it comes through when you walk around and you're and you're talking to the people. It's like the people that are inside of, that working the Stanley Marketplace. Yeah. They most of them own the place or yeah. are or deep rooted into it, rather than and no offense to 16 year old kids, but <laughs> when you go to the mall and there's a 16 year old kid working in every in every shop, and you you get nothing in the way of customer service or in the way if you actually had a question heaven forbid about anything in there so you're right because you are going to see a lot of small businesses with uh, family and friends that uh, work within the establishment mm-hmm. uh, but you're right Jay you're not going to see a gap and you're not going to see a Spencer's to get a lava lamp you might be able to get one <laughs> throughout this place but uh, a lot and it's not just food and beverage right Brian that's true we have uh, 20 food and beverage businesses but we have 10 retail boutiques and then we have some health and beauty entities. Uh, so there's a, a nail salon, a hair care place, a barber shop. And we've got some health uh, 
gyms and whatnot. Yeah. So there's a I saw some Pilates place. Uh, yeah, I saw some folks doing some karate yep, the other day when we yeah. were here. You know, you don't yep. get you don't get that kind of treatment. And it's it's real open air. It used to be a, a hangar, right? Uh, yeah. So an this place, hangar. yeah, 1954 Stanley Aviation. This guy Bob Stanley was a pioneer in the aviation industry. One of the uh, he was the first American to fly a jet plane. He invented several kinds of ejection seats that they manufactured here mm. in this building. It was the largest employer in Aurora in the 1950s and 1960s. So you can see you're in for a treat as we uh, hunker down broadcasting live from Stanley Marketplace, uh, the Modern Eater Show, Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, and uh, Carrie Baird from uh, Bardo, chef extraordinaire. Uh, tonight, Zero Market and Lindy Manderson will be on at 6.30 on 6.30 KHOW, Denver's talk station. Uh, Lindy, Lindsay will join us. I, I fell in love with their place because it's kind of like Lindsay and her husband have opened up their home and their lifestyle and the way they live to encapsulate that into um, a storefront, which is a, a zero-waste storefront. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I can tell you this, that uh, this is not a paid endorsement. Actually, there have been money exchanged. Me giving Lindsay money. That's right. Because <laughs> That's I, right. I really enjoy her. I'm a customer of hers because I really enjoy uh, what they do at Zero Market. Mm-hmm. So uh, hunker in and, and uh, we're going to get down on uh, Zero Market and what they're doing over there. Uh, the In the Kitchen at 6.45, you'll, we'll check in with Mondo Market and uh, old uh, friend uh, Nicholas Farrell will join us as well. 7 p.m. in the next hour, uh, Logan House Coffee is going to make an appearance as, uh, along with uh, Saza Salad and, and Pizza. Uh, Brian, is it Saza Pizza and Salad? Saza or? Pizza and Salad. Okay, I need to reverse those. We'll do that. Carrie gave you bad information, Greg. Whoa, That's not whoa, your whoa, fault. Whoa, whoa. Before the show, <laughs> she gave you the wrong information. The Come on. Carrie, I know. She's <laughs> well, I'm never right so you know if if i if i'm ever right i have to i just have to say it on the air so everybody goes okay he's you know he got one javi perez another doctor um gone store owner and javi perez has chaluna uh brewery here and we've uh, he actually participated in our beer festival micro brew fest in september so along with 50 breweries uh javi was one to sign up and feature his beer and we really uh, adore Javi, and you'll see why when he comes and makes yeah. an appearance with us for Booze in the News right here on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Okay, all's well in the world. Just a beautiful fall evening in the Mile High City. We'll take that break. We'll do a turnaround. We'll come right back. And uh, John Steffen will join us. Uh, the doctor's in the house. Juniper Pig up next on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Love great food and drinks? Get tips on the best places to eat or discover new bars and restaurants. Follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash The Modern Eater. Hey, it's Greg Holland back for Gluten-Free Things. Are you intolerant or sensitive to gluten? Or maybe you're a gluten-free lifestyler? Is your menu limited because you've eliminated gluten from your diet? Are you missing the taste of foods that traditionally contain gluten? What if I told you that you can add breads, pizzas, muffins, cakes, cookies, waffles, croissants, English muffins, the list goes on right back to your menu. Gluten-Free Things is a local gluten-free and vegan bakery that reintroduces you to the foods you love. Owner John Irvin believes gluten-free shouldn't taste like the box that it's packaged in. Trust me when I tell you the products from his bakery in Arvada are fresh, flavorful, and masterly crafted, leaving you with a product that tastes like the real thing. Simply delicious. The bakery is located in Arvada on 64th and Sims across the street from Arvada West High School. Check out their website at glutenfreethings.com. You'll be amazed with the variety of gluten-free products they make. And chefs, don't leave your gluten-free restaurant guests without options. Contact John at info 
at glutenfreethings.com. That's info at glutenfreethings.com to see what he can do for you. Give him a shot. 11651 West 64th Avenue in Arvada. It's Gluten-Free Things. Remember the time when if you wanted to enjoy a classic Belgian-style beer, you'd better be visiting Europe? Hi, I'm Charlie Gottenkenny, head brewer of Brews Beers right here in Denver. It's with great honor that my partner Ryan Evans and I are able to share our passion for Belgian-inspired beers from our local microbrewery, Brews Beers. Located at the intersection of 67th and Pecos in the Midtown community, we invite you to Denver's only all-Belgian-style brewery and taproom to sample an array of classic Belgian-inspired beers. If you're a Colorado craft beer lover like myself, you're sure to appreciate our attention to providing only the best ingredients and care when we brew our Belgian beer recipes. With a food truck every night and open seven days a week, our spacious dog-friendly tap room and beer garden welcomes you, your friends, and family to sample from a large selection of award-winning, small-batch, handcrafted artisan ales. Look us up online at brewsbeers.com. That's B-R-U-Z-B-E-E-R-S.com. And we'll see you at the brewery. Hosea Rosenberg, Black Belly Market, Boulder, Colorado. You're listening to The Modern Eater on iHeartRadio. Back live from Stanley Marketplace, The Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Jade's going to step aside right now because that's the sweetheart that he is. Uh, microphones, we've got four of them and we've got uh, four guests with us. So Greg Holland back. Uh, co-hosting right now is uh, Carrie Baird. Uh, Carrie's a chef at Bardot. So, Carrie, here we are at Stanley Marketplace. What do you think? You know, it's great to be here. Stanley Marketplace is so beautiful. Um, it, you know, it's fun. It's vibrant. There's a lot going on. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's a really cool place to be. And again, I'm a big advocate of the one-offs and the small businesses. And being Small Business Saturday, uh, I think that it really... Uh to be mentioned and and when you guys have guys like this uh john stefan joining us right now and and along with brian palmer who's the chief storyteller so brian's <laughs> gonna jump in as he comes along and say yeah, let, let's go this direction uh but brian here here he is john stefan and juniper pig john welcome to the show good evening yeah good, good to have you here uh th- th- brian talk a little bit about about john and the juniper pig and their participation here at stanley marketplace sure. you know one of the best parts of this whole project has been getting to know um new business owners so a lot of our businesses i think about 19 of them didn't exist before stanley marketplace and the juniper pig is one of those it's a first time artisan butcher shop uh that john will tell you a little bit more about but uh it's been great to get to know small business owners taking a passion and an area of expertise and turning it into a real life business okay john um there it is that that's your intro how long have you been open with the juniper pig uh to this day the two weeks total two weeks total (laughs) brand new Uh, it's so cool so here's what i I fell in love with and this is uh, this is my jam this is what i love um sustainable uh, sourcing uh, responsibility and uh, responsible food and and when you think of a butcher and and here's here's the offset or the dichotomy so you're you're a doctor by day right i am you're you're a a veterinary doctor and specifically a surgeon surgeon. okay uh so i think there's a little bit but we that's kind of how we started talking at first about um here it is uh somebody who really really cares so much about life right and having a butcher shop so that'll make the brain spin a little bit there. But at the same sense, you're like, this is the guy I want sourcing animals uh, for butcher to eat because you care so much about life and how you source that. 
It, it does, and the, and the connection with what I do professionally as a veterinarian and being the owner of this shop, I think we'll never um, lose that, that, that uh, disconnect. It means and, so much I've, to you where the products come from, right? Oh, definitely, as far as the shop. And, and so, you know, veterinarians are trained in, in all aspects of animal care. You know, husbandry of animals is a big part of it. We don't think of that with small animals, but on the other side of domesticated animals and food animals, very much so. I mean, a lot of that is, drives the economy of, of raising livestock. But when it comes to food and marrying that to my own little bit of personal nostalgia and my family's ethnic background and where I grew up, part of the country in the Midwest, you know, I had grandparents that butchered on their farm and I've worked farms since I was a kid and, and then being trained as a veterinarian and, and seeing and learning more about the, the uh, methods of raising animals, that's where I took somewhat of a nostalgic passion and wanted to do it right in a very responsible way because there are a lot of producers out there that are truly truly trying to do it right and they don't have all the education they need yet but they are truly trying to figure out what is the best and the most humane way of raising animals for human consumption i mean that's the bare facts of it so chef yeah um who who like, can you tell us like, where can we go? Where can I mean? I know where well, I can go, but I'm yeah. wholesale. You know, I'm real. And that's where that's where I've taken that. Tried to be that. Um, you know, there's great programs, as you know, CSA programs and such. But uh, you know, for for me to and no pun intended, but I truly vet out these producers. <laughs> um, I visit their farms. I meet these families, and and I walk their farms, and I see the livestock. And you know, 15, 30 minutes into my first time visit they're starting to ask me questions about mm. feed and average daily weight gains and things like that and, and you really establish a connection immediately and so uh, our business only sources from sustainable farms um, not only sustainable in, in the manner they raise the animals but also su sustainable in the way that they utilize the land mm -hmm. to raise the animals and then the humane you know care and the husbandry of that all the way to the end point uh, where are they using for slaughterhouse you know yeah. are they certified humane slaughterhouses and that so they have to meet all those requirements for us to source their their meat mm -hmm. so in a busy world um, Greg Holland back here Stanley Marketplace uh, with Brian Palmer chief storyteller that's the voice of John Steffen from Juniper Pig and uh, Carrie Baird uh, chef at, at Bardot I I want, Carrie, I want people like John doing the homework for me. Mm -hmm. I, I, you know, in a busy world to where it's so important uh, in, in my, in, but it's a full-time job to do the things that, that John's doing, visiting the farms, um, uh, looking at the ethical part of um, us being responsible in, in how we eat and nourish ourselves. It, guys like John, uh, I, I truly believe that once you find a business that, that you can do what's right for you as a consumer, that uh, I'm going to jump on board and I'm going to do everything I can to support uh, businesses like the Juniper Pig. Just my thoughts at first blush. Absolutely. I mean, you know, as a, as a restaurateur, I have no interest in commodity meats. All I want is something sustainable, something beautiful, something that is only, as we put it, had one bad day. Um, you know, what you're doing is amazing, and I just wish we could, there were avenues to get more out, 
you know, to have the common person be able to have the beautiful meat that you and I can, you know. I appreciate that. I mean, for the folks that we are able to serve, you know, that that's our full intention. And then I make up for my limits when it comes to the culinary aspect. And that's where my guys in the shop, all of them have some formal training in the culinary arts. And that's why our tagline is culinary butchery. Yeah. Uh, Not just, you know, how to go about breaking down, you know, to specific usable cuts of meat, but to help that consumer understand how they can best prepare it. So if you are going to eat meat, that's the way to go. And Mondo Market, uh, um, I'm sorry, (laughs) Juniper Pig, I'm looking at my notes. Uh, Juniper Pig, what's going on there to where? I mean, you're doing great things like rotisserie chickens. Um, you have eggs as well, but you'll also do a meal. I think it was $20 for a chicken, some potatoes. I mean, this is a place where you're out hanging out at Stanley Market. You go by the Juniper Pig, and all of a sudden you have dinner ready for you as well. What are some of the other cool things as, as far as um, sandwiches or, or, or just in general? What's on your menu? Well, to get back to the sustainability of the of our own business as we we extend that in that we are dealing with very perishable product and and there's a certain shelfability to these items before you need to create something with them if they if you do not use them as a fresh uh, product and so with the rotisserie the whole idea was to extend beyond just the fresh meats and and also have a, a core focus on processed meats so in other words like charcuterie and mm-hmm. and ham sausages those kinds of things that are all house made yeah. and then the rotisserie with the with the heating of not just chickens yeah. but shanks loins put together kind of the core components of a of a meal for a busy family all they have to do is get home and mix up some greens and they have an excellent meal i love it i love it a lot so great Uh, come down here and and just see what's happening at stanley marketplace brian cool to have this new business with you right yeah it's been great you know john signed on pretty early on in the process um so to see juniper pig actually open and up and running has been super um, we love having a lot of options of how to eat here, and we love businesses that help sort of improve people's lives, if you will. Sure. Uh, I, I just love the, um, the the thoughtfulness and the mindfulness of your business. Um, terrible jump across, but this is the point I want to solidify, is that having, having guys like John Steffen... Um, kind of doing the homework for you and again not for everybody they're obviously vegetarians vegans out there this isn't this isn't for them um but as i make that jump across there's lindsey manderson at zero market she's waiting in the wings uh here's another person that has a very thoughtful business with uh, zero market and and a lot of zero waste now she's a vegetarian but i bet she would say hey listen if you're going to go that route i would want john to be the type of person um that that takes you down that road that that that's not for her but here are these business owners that are very mindful of their businesses and they're putting out the best products for their customers and that's what i really applaud stanley marketplace for for assembling this group of people and business people uh, and especially being here on small business saturday uh, it shines through in in the quality of um of uh, establishments that you have here at Stanley. Thank you, Greg. We feel really lucky. We feel tremendously lucky that we've been able to team up with some fantastic operators, both uh, you know, really pro business owners who have a couple shops around town who are really fantastic and masterful at what mm-hmm. they do, and then a bunch of new people who just seem to be born 
with this ability to do <laughs> what they're trying to do really, really well. Yeah, we feel remarkably lucky. Uh, that's the voice of Brian Palmer, who's just one of the neatest guys if you catch him down here. I'd say all you have to do is take your Instagram down here and tag, uh, oh, hey, Stanley, and uh, Brian's going to, you'll find him. He'll know <laughs> where he, quick. He, he, pretty quick. He, he is pretty quick. Uh, so, John, Stefan, we're going to take uh, uh, trips with you, my man, because I, we want to dig into um, what you're talking about as far as sourcing and sustainability and, and, and look at some of those um, farms and ranches that uh, you, you source your products from, from you, because I think it'd be a really cool thing for our listeners. Yeah, you would, you would love it. I mean, a lot of beautiful people out there and very proud of what they're doing. Thank I you. I want to go. Yeah, yeah, you want to go? I want right, to go. We'll do a day. I, I want to go. Okay, cool. So we've got a little day trip going on here. My truck seat seven. Oh, perfect. There he is. Shotgun. I call shotgun. A a new friend of the show right there, the voice of John Steffen. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. Appreciate your time. Yeah, you bet. All right, coming up, we've already billboarded. She's just a great, great gal. Uh, She works here hard along with her husband at uh, Zero Market. Lindsay Manderson, she's coming up next on uh, 630 KHOW and iHeartRadio station. We'll do that. We'll take a break, and we'll come back with Lindy Manderson up next on iHeartRadio. So maybe you have a restaurant and aren't making as much money as you'd like. Perhaps you need help with food costs or ideas on improving your menu. Get help now. Email Greg and the chef today. TheModernEater at gmail.com. The most delicious hot dogs in Denver are at Billy's Gourmet Hot Dogs. Signature dogs, specialty dogs, gourmet sausages, homemade, hormone-free, 100% single-sourced meat, and never any artificial flavors or coloring. You can taste the difference. 24th and Larimer, near Coors Field, plus food truck, street carts, and at Fiddler's Green. Savor the best damn dog in Denver. Billy's GourmetHotDogs.com all right, back to Stanley Marketplace, uh, Uno Momento. But right now, I have to tell you about Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. Here's a guy talking about uh, small business Saturday. Uh, Jeff Rourke deserves to be right in there. A-Plus Beverage Solutions, it's uh, Colorado's premier um, tap uh, solutions. They're going to put in your faucets. They're going to make your dreams come true. You're starting up a brewery. You have a restaurant that um, you're just pouring inefficient beer, which is so ugly in so many ways. But if you're pouring inefficient beer, Jay, what are you doing? You're pouring your money down the drain. Please don't pour your money down the drain. Spend that money. You don't want to look tacky with this delicious Colorado craft beer. You want to pour that beer the way that the brewer intended it to be poured. So get yourself an A-plus on your report card for your faucets. Get a hold of Jeff Rourke, uh, the most trusted man in the business. Punchbowl Social, the Stapleton location just opened up, Lost Highway Brewing, Old Chicago and Brighton. The list goes on and on. He'll add a draft line, a wine line, a water line, a coffee line, and nitro lines. He can do it all. Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions, 720-272-3809. 720-272-3809. It's Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. The Modern Eater Show at Troy Guard Tag Restaurant Group. I'll see you guys soon. My name is Jennifer Jasinski, and I'm listening to The Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Hey, look at that. That was Jen Jasinski's voice coming back here. You know her, don't you, Karen? I do. I know her very well. (laughs) That's right. That's the voice of Carrie Baird, who's kind of co-hosting this with us today at Stanley Marketplace. Um... Bardot and uh, the things that you're doing down there. It's so cool for you to join us, first of all. But Bardot, how long have you been the executive chef there? Um, I became the executive chef in June, uh, but I worked there as a line cook before that, and then I was elevated to my position. Very, very cool. Uh, I am such a huge advocate of, in such a 
male-dominated industry. Um, to see gals like Jen Jasinski and, and, and yourself and uh, Emma Nemechek, who I've just become a fan of, uh, the list goes on and on. Uh, down there, our new friend, uh, Chef Linda Hampton Fox at the Bindery. Mm-hmm. You guys are killing it and just need to continue to. And hopefully there'll be uh, one day where the conversation that never needs to be brought up because it's paranormal. But here you guys are and, and working yourself up uh, from line cook to executive chef and on to top chef. You've got such a bright future and I'm so excited to follow it. Yeah, well, thanks. You know, I mean... It, it hasn't always been easy, <laughs> you know, oh, but it's I been was, a breeze, right? yeah, you know, no big deal. <laughs> no big um, deal. I was no lucky. long hours. Yeah. I've been lucky. I, you know, Jennifer Jasinski took me under her wing years ago mm-hmm. and, um, a great friendship and, you know, everything blossomed from there. And, you know, and now I work for Max McKissick and Bardo and I'm very happy and I've worked very hard and, you know, Top Chef is just, you know, kind of boosting that. And then, you know, I can meet nice people like you guys. Congratulations on winning Top Chef, by the way. Shut up. Stop <laughs> that. Dang it. I'm just talking. Inappropriate. I'm going Jeez, I guess you have to tune in. December 7th, right? You're going to have to tune in. Bravo, December 7th. She's so tight-lipped about it. But I'm seeing, I mean, are you, did, did you buy the fur? You know, <laughs> like you can't fellas. see my hands, but I have, I have fur gloves on. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> okay, this is really cool. Bryant Palmer, he's a, they call him the chief storyteller here at Stanley Marketplace. Uh, Bryant, what's the address here again? All right, it's 2501 Dallas Street in Aurora, Colorado. Yeah. Um, you want to do the introductions? For, for, this for Lindsay? Yeah. For, yeah, I'd love to. Lindsay's amazing. Um, and actually, she's one of several businesses. Her business, we met at uh, Night Bazaar. Uh, which used to be on Larimer Street in downtown Denver, and that's how we got to know Lindsay. Um, she's a really inspiring business owner, like a lot of the business owners we have around here. Um, and she is one of those people who sort of puts their life into their business in a way that makes you want to be better. Well, Lindsay, welcome. Hi, back. thank you. Welcome Hi, Lindsay. Back. Hi. <laughs> how are you, Lindsay? I'm great. How are you? Oh, good, good. <laughs> I, and the, so, Zero Market. Uh, here at Stanley Marketplace, I said, you know, this is basically Lindsay's lifestyle and her husband, um, their house, what she does, how she lives, all uh, brought to Stanley Marketplace with Zero Market. Am I off on that? You are 100% correct. Yeah. Um, we've really, oh, I want to show you this, Lindsay. So here. <laughs> Here's the bet. She said, first of all, last time I was here, and I said, this is not a paid endorsement. But well, And then I said, actually, the other way around, uh, the only money that exchanges hands is me giving you money, <laughs> Lindsay. Uh, I'm a customer of Zero Market and uh, really love it a lot. So I've got at home, I've got the, um, uh, you made me a great hand soap which is every time that I wash my hands, it smells of mint and lavender, which is so cool. I enjoy it so much. Um, Do you wash your hands more now? uh, You know what? Maybe. I might do that, but I do put the oils on, and the stress relief oil (laughs) works so well, and I appreciate that for you to bring my (laughs) stress levels down. But here it is. I bring um, in my uh, glass bottles. And I've got oh, nice. the jars that I collect. And so this, I'm going to fill this one up with kombucha. This can be my new, so it's going to look like I'm drinking Spectrum <laughs> oil. But that's fine, that's right? Fine. You like, and so Lindsay's a huge advocate of that. Take, take a couple of minutes and just talk about zero market, sustainability, sourcing, what you do with that, and just why we're so in so much love with you. Oh, well, thank you. That's a lot of stuff to talk about. Yeah. Um, well, just uh, Greg pulling out all of his random assortment of jars is I so want kombucha good to see. in this. Yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> what are you gonna do so with that? Awesome. Gonna, I'm gonna fill this it's up with kombucha. It's a keg. It's so it's cute. So cute. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Don't so, think I'm not. This are there any ready. like faux pas? Like, no. are you allowed to put kombucha in a you canola put, oil jar? You can put kombucha in whatever <laughs> you want. Just yes. clean it. <laughs> we don't judge. She prefers the... it's not plastic. Though. Oh yeah. But she will let you bring in your plastic, and mm. she'll fill it for you. It's not her first choice, but uh, as Jay would say, would you want me doing that? I said, hey, listen, if you've sinned once, Lindsay will allow. But she just doesn't want you to continue yeah. to sin. We have no problem with people bringing in their plastic containers. It's better that we see them bringing those in instead of them heading off to the landfill right. or to be recycled, which isn't very efficient anyway. So bring in I whatever. I have some shopping to do. Yes. <laughs> yes. All your, all your bottles and jars. I know. It looks like you're recycling. But it's, it's pretty fun. When, when some people come in and have heard about us before, they will come in with a bag like Greg's mm-hmm. full of random, weird, empty jars and bottles from things that they've already purchased previ- previously. And we have so many products that you can fill those up with that guaranteed you will walk out with every single bottle or jar filled with something. And if you, she sells them as well. Yeah. We sell containers too, especially for the people that haven't heard of us before and stumble upon us, then we definitely have those options. But um, it took us two and a half years to sustainably source everything that's in the store. So everything that you buy that's in bulk is organic, sustainably sourced. Um, good for the earth, good for your body. There's no toxins. It's just an all-around good product. We don't have 24 different shampoos for you to choose from. We have one. Bulk. Bulk, yes, and it's organic. So, But you, you can oil it up. You Mix. can, yeah. You can. It's unscented, so for people with sensitive skin, or you can choose from one of 98 essential oils that we have <laughs> to make your own cool concoction. So, it's so nice. Yeah. Brian and I were in there this afternoon, and we we're are. like, this is exactly what I want my house to smell like. Right? <laughs> yep, all the There's time. There's about a thousand things that you need. You know, <laughs> we want to come in there and be like, please mimic this for my bathroom. I get that all the time, <laughs> but we have over 1,200 products. So, so good. Yeah, they all work together wonderfully and here's another instance of somebody doing our homework for us and mm-hmm. putting it all in one spot neat and tidy where mm-hmm. you can come to stanley marketplace and then go to zero market and there's Lindsay who's sourcing it all got it all yeah. for you and mm-hmm. and some of the products i find so unique could you go over a couple of them yeah, I mean, the, God, there's... <laughs> I know, so right, where, do, where do you begin? We have, uh, we have Miracle Mouthwash and Anti-Aging Serum and Bug Spray and Oil Pulling for your mouth and Toothpaste, Deodorant, Shampoo Conditioner. I mean, that's a lot of the body care, but we also have household cleaners, all-purpose mm-hmm. cleaners, dish soap, laundry soap. Um, I mean... I saw a toothbrush. Toothbrushes mm-hmm. out of, made out of bamboo. We have three different what kinds. What did I buy so. for my spices? The- to crush up my spices. You got a mortar and pestle. I bought them both. Yeah, two. Two different <laughs> kinds. Oh, nice. One with a big fat mortar yeah. or pestle or whichever one. Interchangeable. Yeah. I use them both. And yeah. I'm hoping to make uh, Lindsay's Instagram someday. What's your Instagram? Just uh, the. The Zero, zero market. market. Yeah. I, I geek out on, on her stuff and what she does. Yeah. Uh, so glass straws versus steel straws Mm -hmm. and you did a little demonstration on your instagram of what should be the obvious of (laughs) Lindsay, why metal over glass well we had a lot of people coming in asking if our glass straws were breakable i thought that was pretty funny but um we did a little demonstration and i uh videoed it it i dropped a glass straw just to show everyone yes they do break 
It's glass. It's, it's glass, glass. <laughs> so be careful. Um, some people prefer glass over metal because you can see what's inside the straw, like people who are you know, really afraid of cleanliness and making sure there's no leftover stuff in there. I like the stainless steel just because, I don't know, it's cool. And I'm also very clumsy, and I break things all the time. So steel will last, you know forever until you melt it down <laughs> so. and you really know how don't know how important these things are in your life mm-hmm. until i did this I, I i think i called my and again by no means extreme but i think i'm a hoarder <laughs> and i'm at home and i'm getting rid of a lot of plastic stuff mm-hmm. i'm just like i don't need it and i don't need four different sets of plates that have different patterns let's just go with one set greg you can it's okay if you only have six plates just wash them yeah that that so i'm i'm minimizing it and feels really good to clear out your space like that though it's it's good for your mind yeah. too, mentally and so. so here i am in my cabinet in my spice cabinet threw a bunch of spices out as well mm-hmm. let's talk to nicholas about that uh but these plastic straws were staring at me mm. and they were saying terrible things to me and I said, you know what? I don't need to hear your lip. So I grabbed these plastic straws and threw them in the trash can. I think I got it. I'm tired of it. I don't know if that's going to make Lindsay so happy. I don't know how to feel about that. Like you should have used, a lot used of them once. Emotions. I didn't burn them, Lindsay. <laughs> I didn't burn them. Uh, they got to go yes, sometime, right? I'm just well, not going to rebuy them. Yes, that's good. You yeah. know, they were 500 million plastic straws are thrown away every day in the United States alone. And it'll be mine that wraps around a turtle's neck. <laughs> yes. It's yeah. often after a single use. You guys, yeah. Bardo is straw-free. Yeah. Is it really? Bardo oh, no is straw-free now. We That's just amazing. We switched not that long ago. Mm-hmm. You look at, and especially a bar, and stirring drinks with the straw, you know, the stir, mm-hmm. it's just unnecessary. Mm-hmm. It really is. Yeah. Absolutely. We encourage people to go into their favorite place where they drink or eat and ask for no straw, and hopefully that starts a conversation with the the server or the you know bartender yeah and then just tell them it's not necessary yeah. Yeah. we can we just stopped giving them yeah. and 90 percent of Nobody. people never said anything no. exactly yeah. you know, some yeah. people are like may i have one and we still have some from our last buy mm-hmm. and sure you know but i mean we're down 99 percent or something you know it's yeah awesome. cool good for you that's amazing yeah. yeah zero market in stanley marketplace um, come check them out and i you know i've got to say that uh, i am just thrilled because so i'm asking you about a couple prices in there and you know it's very it's very reasonably priced Mm -hmm. and you said we're not here to rip people off and and i said that's so cool and you're like you know if we can get anything out of this is is education i really believe that you are in it for educating people Mm -hmm. Lindsay. and i think that that's cool to be able to use your small business with uh, yourself and your husband to be able to promote the things that you believe in so much we're trying we're really trying cool all right thank you Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. Until next time. Okay, cool. Thanks. Yeah, that's right. I'm just going <laughs> to go. Thanks for coming put, into the store. Yeah, put my credit card on file. Yes. <laughs> Start a tab. Hey, do people do that, by the way? Do you ship people things? We do. We ship people things. Our website is very limited right now because we have so many products mm-hmm. in store. It's really difficult for me to do it all by myself. Yeah. Put it all online. Um, but we're getting there. Had a good day yeah. today? It was insane. That's good. Yes, it yeah. was so good. I so like many people all day long. So very cool. it's 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 a good thing to know that so many people are supporting the Stanley yeah. and all of these small businesses. We're here, a huge so. advocate. Absolutely. Yeah, awesome. Cool stuff. Thank yeah, you, Lindsay. Thank you. I appreciate it. There she is. Lindsay Manderson, Zero Market. Come give her a visit. Um, Bryant, just another really cool business. Yeah, like I told you, man, we, we got really lucky. feel really grateful every day to have such a good crew of business owners and operators. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Carrie Baird, uh, Chef Bardot, 
It's kind of fun listening to these small businesses and the owners, right? I'm in awe. Like, what Lindsay's doing is so neat. It's so important and to educate. And if that's at the forefront of her mind, like, it's brilliant. It's so wonderful. In the Kitchen, it's a segment we do every week. Generally, we jump a chef in their kitchen. I think we need to do that to you sometime at Bardot. Okay. <laughs> on a it's Saturday loud evening. there right now on a hey, Saturday that's night. That's what we, li- <laughs> we like to hear things clunking around and yelling and screaming. Uh, in the Kitchen, we'll do it up next. He's a, a, a old friend, and Nicholas Farrell. You, you know Nicholas as well, right? Uh, Nicholas Farrell from Mondo Market. We're going to talk about Mondo Market when we get back right here on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Whose cuisine reigns supreme? You're listening to the Modern Eater Show, the ultimate gourmet challenge. And it's time for In the Kitchen. All right, back, Gavin. Instead of in the kitchen, we'll be inside the Stanley Marketplace because that's where we are, the Modern Eater Show, on a small business Saturday. Uh, myself, Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker's here with us, but he's uh, kind of just roaming around doing some social media stuff. And so sitting next to me for um, this show is just a pleasure. Chef Carrie Baird from Bardot. And, uh, Carrie, here we are with a couple of cool things. And Brian Palmer, the chief storyteller here at Stanley Marketplace. Uh, well, Carrie, why don't you do the introductions for this uh, young man that's joining us right now? For Nick? Mark- yeah. Well, geez, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> Nick, Nick opened up Mondo. The Mondo. Mondo Market. Yeah. Mondo Market. I was going to say the wrong yeah. name. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's okay. You should do the introduction. <laughs> no. Uh, so uh, Nick's been around. If you're in food and beverage, uh, you, you would know Nick. But uh, his latest and greatest project, I think, with your partner, Mike. Yep. Uh, your partner, Mike. Uh, so let's welcome him officially to the Modern Eater Show. It's Nicholas Farrell. Uh, welcome to the show. Well, thank you very much for having me. I appreciate that. Another business. Here they are, Brian. You just stack them up. Another very, I'm very... I'm telling you, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? The best. <laughs> One after another and so mondo market uh let's defer to nicholas nicholas market so this incarnation of mondo market is a lot a lot more evolved uh from our first location at the source we're extremely grateful to have been at the source uh that was our first location four years ago and uh at the stanley we've uh really turned it up a lot and we've added some components that we've always wanted to have which is uh, of course, cheese and charcuterie, big time and heavy influence, but then we were able to add prepared foods and fresh pasta. And what's cool is uh, everything, a lot of things that Michael and I do, uh, my, Michael's my business partner, uh, is do some collaborations and we really uh, thrive on the influence of those people that work on our team. Um, you know, so I was telling you a little bit earlier about the, you know, one of the cheeses on this board is influence from a member on our team. Uh, the pasta is a great collaboration uh, with Little Noodle. That's our brand of pasta. And those are actually two chefs uh, from Philly. And um, we both share a common goal of having amazing house-made fresh extruded pasta. And that's uh, been a great collaboration. And then along with our uh, chef, Andrew, who we added into the mix now that we have a full kitchen, uh, he actually comes from Texas and worked for a similar concept in Texas, so he's brought a lot of his knowledge to the table. And then we have a great cheesemonger uh, named Miguel, who heads up our cheese and charcuterie program. So it's, it's, uh, I really feel very fortunate to work with all these individuals at yeah. this location. Home run. And again, yeah. uh, Carrie and, and Brian, I talked to you guys about, here it is, uh, you've got experts that 
are building these great businesses that are doing the homework for you. And uh, uh, Nicholas Farrell, I've got to imagine that a lot of the products inside of Mondo Market are ones that you're in love with and that you really like a lot. And, and when I walk through there, um, the, the one-off brands are just so cool. You want the hot sauces or the honey or uh, I'm a geek about your store, man. I love it so much. And um, so kind of talk about, you know, you, you mentioned all the key players for the yeah. piece of the puzzle, yeah. but everybody brings these, these types of things into the mix, right? So uh, the word curation has been used a lot about our product mix. And that's no joke. I mean, it starts with uh, selling products to like professional chefs uh, such as Carrie, and uh, taking that influence as to what uh, my professional chef customers are wanting and what's really driving that marketplace, and then making it open for everybody uh, to buy those great products uh, from local uh, manufacturers as international manufacturers mm-hmm. as well. And again, just really listening uh, to people that are geeking out about you know Miguel our cheesemonger is a wonderful example is a he I I know a lot about cheese and I've been doing this uh, actually longer than he has but that guy knows way more about cheese and I thrive on being in that environment I love the fact that he gets to drill down and tell me nerdy facts about the different cheeses that we have and uh, and teach me things yeah even though you know he's been doing this uh, six eight years I've been doing it 20 and I'm still learning from everybody. But so. the things that keep you up at night, like that's one of them that's not because you're like, oh, all right, our cheese program, uh, we got the guru in there, right? It's like I can absolutely, I can rest yeah. well knowing no. our cheese program. They, they say you know you you surround yourself with people that you want to be like, and mm-hmm. you surround yourself with great people, and you end up with great business. Carrie, did you die? I'm okay. <laughs> Did you stroke out on me? Over there? I have a little coughing fit, but I'm okay. <laughs> She's good now. A little water. Did I did I fine. miss the pasta talk? I saw some pasta in your shop. Tell me everything. Yeah. So um, yeah, I touched on that, uh, but yeah, that's our collaboration with Little Noodle, um, and that's uh, uh, Justin Lysius and Jason uh, Chikonsky out of uh, Philadelphia, and uh, that kind of came together as Michael and I really have always wanted fresh pasta as part of our concept. We. We kind of picked apart and said, you know, Denver's amazing, Colorado's amazing as far as where we've evolved for food. Now, what are some hot buttons that we really want to contribute? And, uh, you know, there's a a great amount of uh, cheese counters and uh, uh, gourmet grocers that are are here. So what's something that really we find a lot of passion? And pasta has always been on the top of my list, you know, especially extruded cuts. You know, pasta... A uh, lot, lot of laminated cuts, so that's rolled pastas, uh, ravioli. I mean, there's, there's Papadilli's is a great company that's been doing that locally for a long time. Um, but on the retail level, we have such a great opportunity to do some extruded cuts. And so con- uh, combining efforts with the guys with Little Noodle that have that same passion, and they've been playing and honing, and we're kind of together we have this atmosphere of like here's the canvas guys let's let's make some really pretty mm-hmm. pasta and so the pasta is is vegan Shh, don't tell anybody what but it's vegan until you get to the squid ink uh yeah we don't we don't brag about that and then when we tell the vegans like hey it's vegan it's great there's no egg they love it and can't believe it and then we do cool things like it's unpasteurized pressed juice that goes into the pasta so, and instead of you using mean like powders, the juices, like the carrot juices, yeah, and the beet juices. So, yeah. Cool. So our beet, our beet pasta will taste like beet. The chili really tastes like chili. Cool. Um, we use a, kel, a kale for our kale gamelli, and then we turn around and use that same kale in our kale pesto. And um, but the point is, is that it should taste like what we say it is. And, we, and chef, you know, when you deal with powders, 
it looks pretty. It looks green, but it doesn't really taste green. Right. Yeah. So, hey, Nicholas, you want yeah. to come back on the show here in the next couple of weeks? I want to spend some good time with you. Absolutely. What do you think? Absolutely. The time just flies by, and as we're up so, against a break yeah. here, we've got another hour and more businesses to feature, but I thought sure. it really worthwhile to, to talk to the experts like Nicholas Farrell uh, from Mondo Market. Come down and see him at Stanley Marketplace. It's it's just such a cool thing. All right, we're going to take a break. Thank you, Nicholas. Thank Thanks, you. Nick. So I cool really appreciate having bringing this. Uh, I think that's our music. We're going to take a break. We'll come back to Stanley Marketplace and All's Well in the World on Small Business Saturday. Uh, come on down and join us at Stanley. I want you to stop talking and start drinking. You're listening to The Modern Drinker. Let's drink! I need you guys to be amazing tonight, so start drinking now. as we switch over to the Modern Drinker Show right here on iHeartRadio, live from Stanley Marketplace. It's Small Business Saturday. Uh, just so cool to be here. And uh, co-hosting, Jay's here with us, so don't think Jay's not around, but he is. Uh, just shortage on microphones, and he was cool enough to step aside as we have uh, our famous chef. She's about to be. I know. I just know you won. I know you won. <laughs> uh, Carrie Baird from uh, Bardo here in Denver. Chef, uh, top chef coming up at December 7th. People can tune in, right? Yeah. Thanks for your confidence, Greg. Uh, you're definitely going to need to tune in, though. December 7th, it starts. How do they determine the winner? Um, it's all competition based. Every week there's a new challenge and, you know, you cook and you fight. I'm doing air quotes. Yeah. And, um, you know, you are judged and, you know, last man standing. Yeah. So um, kind of subjective, though, when you have judges with you. And that's why I find these culinary shows fairly interesting. Uh, is there kind of a standard that you go against or is it just uh, that particular judge's style and what they look for? How does that work? Um, you know, going into the competition, I, I had some tips from some veterans like Jennifer Jasinski mm-hmm. and Jose Rosenberg. And, you know, they said, cook for your judge. Who is, who's going to be Smart there? Smart advice. You know, so, um, yeah, like, you know, I definitely adapted myself to who was my audience for sure. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, was it TV cameras around? Did that bother you at all? Or did you it, just get used to it after a while? You got used to it because it was damn near, oh, sorry, it was mm, almost 24 hours a day. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, they put us to bed and they would wake us up with cameras. Um, so you got used to it and, you know, but then they would eventually leave and then you could, you know, have a couple glasses of wine or whatever. So, so. here you are back in uh, your stomping grounds, Denver, Colorado. How, how many weeks uh, will this be, the top that will air on Bravo. I'm not totally sure, but I think it's going to be 15 to 16 weeks long. So quite some time. Mm -hmm. And that took two months, I guess? Yep, I was gone for 60 days. Amazing. Yeah, congratulations. It was a long time. (laughs) Uh, That's Brian Palmer, uh, Chief Storyteller. I love that title. What a great title. Thank you, I made it up. Stanley Marketplace. (laughs) Uh, Again, Brian, let's just do a reset. Here we are, Stanley Marketplace. Give a a 30-second elevator speech of Stanley Marketplace. We are a celebration of independently owned Colorado businesses under one spectacular roof. So we call ourselves a food hall and urban marketplace. We've got uh, food, retail, uh, health and beauty, fitness, just a whole bunch of really cool businesses uh, collaborating rather than competing and, and trying to be a really special place that, that people enjoy spending time in. Yeah, cool. Uh, and again, it's like, you know, I'm here during the day a lot and you'll see a lot of people that's like, shouldn't you be at work? 
And they're like, I am working. This is, and anymore, people can work remote these days. Uh, you, you totally accommodate those people. You've Absolutely. got the two huge, great Wi-Fi connections. Mm-hmm. Uh, bring your laptop. Um, I saw a dog wandering around in yep. here. Was that okay? Yeah, our common spaces, you're allowed to bring a dog in as long as they're on leash and well-behaved. I saw a puppy. Yep, a real we hung puppy. Out a real live puppy. Mm-hmm. That, that was a cute little one, too. He's really, really lucky he's not with me right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, Carrie, you, you've been here at Stanley now. You kind of did. Bryant took you around, yep. showed you around. Um, of course, you're going to say yes, but are there any in particular businesses that this would be a destination spot for you, like myself? Yeah. I've got a couple of my favorites here already, and they're growing at the list. Every time I'm here, there's a, a new favorite and a new um, business owner and family. I hear the story, and a lot of times, uh, businesses, the best thing about a business is to hear their story. Is there a story that's grabbed you yet, or anything that you'd return for yourself? Well, you know, I don't go a day without eating tacos, so comida is clearly <laughs> yeah. right here. Empanadas are a very close yeah, number Yeah, Maria Empanada. I, uh, I drink coffee, so the Logan co- or Logan yeah. House, right? Yeah. yeah. So good. And then, you know, we're, we're already with Lindsay in her uh, zero, zero market. Zero yeah. market. Just fantastic. The more you come, the more you want to come back. It's <laughs> true. It's true. It's true. It is. All right, no, without further ado, uh, here it is, Logan House Coffee. And this is a really cool open space and, and a coffee shop that I'm falling in love with. And, and Brooks uh, Gagstetter, right? Yes, that's correct. Hi, Brooks. Welcome to me. the show. Yeah, absolutely. Hi, Brooks. Um, hey, Brooks. How are you guys? Very well. Um, gosh, I mean, what could be wrong now? Here we are at Stanley Marketplace doing yep. a live broadcast, talking to all these cool business owners. Uh, talk about Logan House Coffee for a minute. Uh, this is your one and only location right now, or you have a couple locations? Talk about yourself. Yep. So we got the, this is the first location. It's our flagship. Yeah. So we moved in here. Uh, we opened January 2nd of this year. Coming up on anniversary. Ooh. That's right. That's I right. I love it. Um, and we. First we, year's the hardest, man. <laughs> no kidding. You're telling me. <laughs> first year's um, the hardest. So we started by, uh, we were roasting in the back of this shop, and we quickly outpaced ourselves. Okay. And so we've, we've moved all of our roasting, fi- our, our roasting operations into a facility over on Colfax, um, and we're currently opening up a tasting room over there, so you guys can get, like, the freshest coffee you can what possibly What is wrong need. with that? Nothing. Yep. yep. I, I love coffee, personally. I think a lot of people do. Uh, and I've been wanting to geek out about coffee, but... Um, what sets your coffee apart, and, and why is it unique and fun to be roasting at the same location that you're pouring at? Uh, what are the dynamics with that? Well, that, that's just a lot of fun for our customers. Most customers don't have any idea of how coffee gets roasted. Truly. And it's, it's kind of a cool process. Um, and what, what really sets us apart is uh, we roast differently than most other shops here in town. Yeah. And that's, it, you can taste it in our coffee. It's a lot smoother. It's sweeter. You don't have to add milk to it. And that's kind of what we wanted to do. We didn't want to make this pretentious coffee shop. We wanted to make a great cup of coffee that's very approachable to everyone. Well, geez, you did that a great job with uh, uh, being consistent with your branding. When you walk in there, huge leather couches, and you can sit down and relax, and you've got a great coffee bar as well. Uh, Carrie, do you know the process of roasting coffee? You know, not really. Like I was going to ask the question, like, Is fresh coffee better or is it like aged? Like what's the plan there? Absolutely. So we use, um, there's, there's a rule called the rule of 15s. And so it's, it's fairly simple. Um, after a coffee bean is pulled off a plant, you have 15 months to roast it. Um, 
after you have the green bean in your shop you have, and you've roasted it, you have 15 days before it's gone stale. And after you grind it, you have about 15 minutes to use it. So if you have ground 15 coffee... 15 minutes? 15 minutes. Oh, That's man. That's quick. Yeah. <laughs> just, think, just think about it's oxidization, right? Mm-hmm. So it's air interacting with your product. So don't buy ground coffee. Don't buy ground <laughs> coffee. Wow, now that's a gr- Shoot. So, <laughs> I learned this from Logan House. Uh, yeah, it's so cool you say that. And, and I think the consumer out there, the, 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 there are questions. And again, I mean, here we are with a chef on Top Chef. And, yeah. and me, I host a food and beverage radio show, didn't know that. And I also was told this, fact or fiction, um, do not freeze your coffee. Oh, interesting. There, there, are, there are two ways to look at that. Freezing coffee will actually make it last just a little bit longer, but it doesn't extend the life that much. So if you have extra space in your freezer, sure, put throw it in there, but you're not helping yourself out a ton. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, thank you. Yep. Uh, here's, a, here's a couple more things I'll throw, and, and you guys, if you have questions as well. Uh, so when you are uh, making coffee grounds, mm-hmm. do you want it... Um, Cowboy coffee? Do you want? How do you want your grounds? Do you want them very fine? Yeah. Do you want oh, yeah. them? How, what's the method to that madness? I've heard you could float a hammer in it. Is that good? Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Then you're you're getting some really good coffee there. So the the best cup of coffee, the one that I prefer the most, is yeah. French press. Okay. And if you're gonna make a French press, you want coarse grounds. Okay. So uh, depending on what you're making, obviously espresso, it's it, it's incredibly fine. It's almost like a powder, mm-hmm. and that just it's the function of the machine that you're brewing it in. So um, it's all about the grind, and I'm sure you guys have heard that before with coffee. Yeah. So we've uh, we work very hard to make sure that we get the grind and the roast and the time that you're mm-hmm. brewing it hey, absolutely correct. What's this with? I'm sorry, Carrie. My thoughts are fleeting right now. What's the so responsible coffee mm-hmm. and, and sourcing that? Is, is yep. there something to? I hear a lot of people that won't take particular brands of coffee Absolutely. because of how those beans are harvested. Yeah, good question. Yep. So we uh, we work with a few distributors in town. We don't go direct farm. We're just not big enough to do that yet. Um, but the distributors who we do work with, we make sure that it's um, that it's sustainably sort that it's sustainably grown. And so that means we know where the farms are, we know what's happening on the farms, and we know how it's getting to us. There are, there are big farms out there that don't have the best practices. Um, we absolutely try to avoid those. Yeah. Um, You've sent some of your employees down to... Yeah. We actually, we've sent three of our employees down to a farm in Guatemala so that they could see the farm itself, see how, the, see how you get the beans off the plant, and... Um, that's very important yeah, to yeah. people, and and Absolutely. I and, and I believe it is uh, to myself as well. As we talk to some of these great business owners, and like uh, Dr. John over at Juniper Pig, mm-hmm. I, I like to know that this guy is uh, Johnny on the spot when it comes to ha- responsible sourcing and and what those yeah. farms are doing as far as those practices, and and so really cool that you're on that end as well. To that that's important to you. Um, hugely important. Co- coffee is such so flavored coffee. Uh, how how do, are the beans roasted with the flavor? How how does the flavor infuse with that? I could tell you about uh, distilling and, yeah. and, and bringing <laughs> flavors into booze, but uh, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. Is it the same process? So we don't we don't actually add any flavors to our beans. Okay. So depending on how you roast it, you get these flavors out. So right mm-hmm. now we have a single origin Mexican, mm-hmm. a Mexico coffee. Yeah. Um, 
and it you get these notes of vanilla and and chocolates and some like leather in there is that so would there be so with wines there are uh varietals which would be the regions of the world that oh, they're absolutely. In, and then there's a variety so would that varietal of beans can i say that would mm-hmm. the varietal of beans bring out different notes from what part of of countrysides that they're in absolutely and that there's a very there's a very easy connection to wine which is why we bottle all of our coffees and wine bottles, so we're—it's a little wow. subliminal. I didn't even do connection that connection. Yeah, I didn't even notice that was full wine of coffee <laughs> and coffee. Same palettes, you can describe it exactly the same. Same words. Same, same. words. Mm-hmm. Yep. So and we you can talk about your soil the same and your climate. Exactly. Cool. So cool. Logan House. Where'd you come up with the name? So the Logan House. Um, the Logan House is a Denver Square mm-hmm. down on Logan Street. My business partner okay. owns it. So it's a it's an old historic building in town. It's got some history to it. It was a it was a hotel. It was a boarding school. It was all kinds of different things. Um, and now that he owns it, we decided to have some Denver roots and stick with a name like the Logan House. Uh, <laughs> so I'm guessing this is hobby behind here. It's a really awkward <laughs> hand. <laughs> um, is this on social media? Okay, there. What what is that? <laughs> I'm trying it's, to isn't it Gumby? Gumby with the Gumby with the Okay, listen. There's a lot of fun stuff going on here. First of all, we got to say thank you to Brooks Gagstetter. Uh, you're going to be Thanks back on the show us. early and often because I want to just geek out on. Co- couldn't you talk for? Ever I, about I have so many questions. Can <laughs> we keep going? <laughs> I have some questions, I mean, and I'm at Logan House every single day. Yeah. Are Are you really? Okay. That means we're going to do a show of uh, one hour on coffee. Coffee. We can do coffee uh, specialties. I think it's really. Really cool. Uh, pleasure well, we can, to meet you. We should you. see who can drink the most coffee. Yeah. <laughs> I would lose, but I'm in. Has a, okay. We'll, there's another time that we'll do this. But, Brooks, it's, so, uh, it's a pleasure to meet your acquaintance. And I just have to say, uh, here's another prime example why Stanley Marketplace is find, finding the one-off of small businesses of the best and bringing them in one place for you. And, again, to uh, Brian Palmer of being involved with Stanley Marketplace. And, and having these for us, uh, it's just such a pleasure to be here and do that. So thank you so much. Oh, thank Brooks. you, guys. Thanks so much for having me. All right. A new friend, uh, Jeff uh, Jeff. Rogoff is coming up from uh, Saza Pizza and Salads. I'm looking forward to that. Greg Holland back. Uh, Jay Parker, he's hanging out with Javi, who's in a Gumby suit with a Chaluna uh, (laughs) t-shirt on. He said, what should I wear to the show tonight? (laughs) And of course, he had to one-up every... I sound like an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) I love the guy. Another reason why you got to get down to Stanley Marketplace. It's just so much fun here. All right, Greg Hollenbeck, Carrie Baird, uh, chef extraordinaire from Bardo. She's here with us before. uh, uh, She's slumming it with us right now because when she wins Top Chef, um, she'll never you hang out with us again. I can't wait. I can't wait to see it. <laughs> I know you're going to win. I, you, I, you I love your confidence, but December come on. 7th. You're probably the first one to go. <laughs> oh, Ouch. no. Ouch. You're probably, that, you're probably the Ouch. first one to go. Ah, you huh? cut me deep right that then. Harsh. Second to go? Where were you? The third I'm not even going to look at you right now. I'm looking at my feet. <laughs> look at that cheese plate we got from Mondo Market. Oh, That's man. Delicious. Let's look at that. <laughs> oh, I'm just fourth, fourth out. Fifth Come out? on, right. Greg, you know. You Come know on. the rules. You she, know they're listening. She secretly told me. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Not she fair. secretly told me. Huh? Plausible deniability. <laughs> All right, we'll come back. We're live at Stanley Marketplace right here, the Modern Eater and Drinker Show on iHeartRadio. You'll share a little drink with us on this festive day. It's the 
Modern Drinker Show. Hey, it's Greg Holland back for Gluten-Free Things. Are you intolerant or sensitive to gluten? Or maybe you're a gluten-free lifestyler? Is your menu limited because you've eliminated gluten from your diet? Are you missing the taste of foods that traditionally contain gluten? What if I told you that you can add breads, pizzas, muffins, cakes, cookies, waffles, croissants, English muffins, the list goes on right back to your menu. Gluten-Free Things is a local gluten-free and vegan bakery that reintroduces you to the foods you love. Owner John Irvin believes gluten-free shouldn't taste like the box that it's packaged in. Trust me when I tell you the products from his bakery in Arvada are fresh, flavorful, and masterly crafted, leaving you with a product that tastes like the real thing. Simply delicious. The bakery is located in Arvada on 64th and Sims across the street from Arvada West High School. Check out their website at glutenfreethings.com. You'll be amazed with the variety of gluten-free products they make. And chefs, don't leave your gluten-free restaurant guests without options. Contact John at info at glutenfreethings.com. That's info at glutenfreethings.com to see what he can do for you. Give him a shot. 11651 West 64th Avenue in Arvada. It's gluten-free things. Hi, I'm Charlie Gottenkenny, brewmaster at Brews Beers in Denver. Need a break from the holiday hullabaloo? We'll stop into Brews Beers and kick back. We make lots of badass Belgian-style beers that get rave reviews. And for the holidays, we've cooked up some very special beers, including a spicy golden ale with citrus notes, a quadruple with black currants, Hellraiser Gold and Strong, and coming soon, our Belgian-style champagne beer. The only one in Colorado. It's brewed once a year and not to be missed. We're in the Midtown community at 67th and Pecos. And if you're looking for some great holiday gift ideas, we've got those too. Cool brewery apparel, limited bottlings of small batch brews, and for your special friends, there's the World of Belgian Beers Tasting Class, a totally unique experience. Don't forget to stock up on crawlers for your holiday parties. That's Brews Beers, 1675 West 67th Avenue in Denver. Check us out at www.bruzbeers.com. We're dog-friendly indoors and out, so come on in and experience some Belgian-style badassery. Hello, this is Sam Calagione from Dogfish Head Craft Brewery, and you are listening to The Modern Drinker on the iHeartRadio Network. All right, let's get back at it. Live from Stanley Marketplace, Small Business Saturday, and I couldn't really think of any place better to be than Stanley Marketplace right now. Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, he's uh, running around doing all kinds of social media stuff. Hey, Jay, come here real quick. What do you got going up on uh, the Instagram? I, I have a lunatic Gumby, uh, otherwise known as Javi, who will be up in uh, the next segment. Uh, everything, man, pizza, uh, cured meats, uh, coffee, donuts, Every, I mean, it's work. I, the post that's going up now says, uh, yes, we're working, even though when you see the pictures and the videos, it doesn't look like work, but it's a great time. So many fun people here, Jay, that uh, kind of cool to catch up with the friends. I mean, they're rapidly growing to be uh, people that we always look to when it comes to being experts in their field. Well, and we're excited to be at the Stanley Marketplace because this was we planted this seed a long time ago in our own brains that this is the place. If if we're going to do a remote anywhere and have a bunch of guests on in one show, this is the place to do it. And like I mentioned before on the show, where it's it, it's different here. The vibe is different than the, than a mall. It's like these people when you go into to their shops and storefronts, uh, the, the ones working behind the counter are are vested in, in the business, and it makes it makes a difference when you're uh, asking. questions. 
questions about the product. These are people that source, you know, thoughtfully. They, they, they talk to their customers thoughtfully. And if you don't think that that makes a difference, then uh, you're not living, baby. <laughs> how was how was that? <laughs> hey, let me step aside. There he is, Jay Parker, huh? That's the guy that um, you know. He'll open the refrigerator, the light will come on. He'll do twenty minutes, just <laughs> hang out. But you gotta love the guy. Uh, that's the voice right there of Carrie Baird, uh, chef from. Bardo, Bardo, probably hopping tonight. You took the night off, huh? Yeah, yeah. I took the night off to be here with you guys. I left it in my trusty sous chef's hands. Yeah, we got to meet a lot of your uh, colleagues and and uh, friends and family that are down there. But uh, you've got uh, some things that are going on. Holiday stuff is that big at Bardo? Yeah, it's super big. Uh, we we have what we like to call a segreto. It's a private dining room. It, we use it as our office during the day. But at night it seats ten, and it's an intimate little. It really is. It's a dining room and. It's very chef forward and it's very romantic and very cool. And uh, we love to sell it during the holidays. So, what did we see Eric preparing up there? Um, he it was a ravioli, ravioli uh, filled with uh, potato and burnt cabbage, mm-hmm. and the ravioli was covered with kale and parsley Ooh. or colored, excuse me. Yeah. Um, we float that in a pork brodo. It's one of our new dishes, and it's fantastic. My mouth just started watering. I know there. it's yeah, dinner time. Have to Let's leave. go. <laughs> yes. See ya. There's Brian Palmer, uh, chief storyteller here, and you've been to Bardo, huh, Brian? I have a couple times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great place. It'd be kind of cool to come back and see Carrie there. Yeah, huh? absolutely. I, I love that. Yeah. that that's uh, um, again here live at Stanley Marketplace, and here's a guy that last week um, an employee of yours was on the show. First of all, welcome to the show, and. Uh, Jeff, Thank you. Jeff Rogoff here with us from uh, uh, Saza. Thank you. Uh, pizza and salad. And Jeff, so Nora was on the show last week, and it was kind of a pay-it-forward program. But um, it just it's really cool to see some of the – it's community. We're all community here. And, and you, you look at um, Stanley Marketplace, small community. Then we go into – Denver, Colorado, and the people they were with, and and it's just as as it grows and it mushrooms, we're all in this together, and that's what's so neat about it. And here you are, Jeff. It's I we took a little tour through your place. Uh, First of all, really cool place. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Talk about Sasa for a minute. Well, it's fitting you uh, talk about community uh, today with Small Business Saturday, uh, because that's really. Uh, what Small Business Cider is all about is supporting your local community, which is, uh, whether it's Stanley, whether it's Stapleton, whether it's Denver, whether we just, it's Colorado, um, that's how uh, we can all help ourselves, help the economy uh, locally, and uh, help your neighbor and uh, be part of community. So, uh, wonderful that uh, you brought that up. Um, yeah. You did ask something about Saza. Well, wait, I don't well, know. What I know. So, so ch- check it out. So Daniel, the restaurant. yeah, Daniel Asher was on the Daniel Asher was on the show last uh, week, and Growers Organic uh, was in the house, and that's where the Pay It Forward program and and uh, subsequently mm-hmm. Nora was a nominee through you guys, and yeah. and there was a great Thanksgiving meal that was provided to her and her family, which was just thumbs up. That was really cool. Um, but there, there's Daniel Asher and. Um, you know, here's the tie-in, Growers Organic. You you use Growers Organic for sourcing sure. for your ingredients as well, and that's where this whole c- cabal of community comes in. A- absolutely, and, uh, you know, we started Saza 
that's 11 years ago at our original location and we were lucky to have someone like brian from uh, growers organic around because he really helped us immensely uh when we were trying to source locally when we were trying to source organically uh having someone like him was uh, uh, a, a huge help for uh, a small business starting and instead of us going out uh, to every single farm and taking that time uh, we did have someone like brian uh, but that's what saza is all about and what's what's always been about um, i can remember when we opened uh, yeah, just over 11 years ago, uh, my partner at the time is saying, it has to be a place we can take our kids. And what that meant was at home, that's how we eat. We eat organically. Uh, when I buy meat, I don't go to the grocery store. I go to the farmer and buy a share of a cow. Uh, we buy raw milk. We have chickens in our backyard. We have bees um, that we raised. This is how we lived our life, and that's how our business was gonna be also. Uh, it wasn't, at that time, uh, for us an opportunity for uh, a profit that we saw. I wish I was that visionary. Uh, it was just how we lived and there was no other way we were gonna open up a business that did it any other way. And we continue today. Uh, uh, Stanley has been wonderful in that aspect and the fact that they're granting us a half acre of land just about 100 yards from our uh, location right now where we're gonna have a farm. We already have bees out there where we got 25 pounds of honey this year that we use in our ancient grain crust that we mill and make our own crust from scratch. Uh, so uh, wherever we can push the limits and wherever we can uh, continue to be local, um, continue to uh, be part of our community, support our farmers. Uh, that's what we're all about. That's what we're going to do. What? Huh? What? That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> now, Carrie, uh, as, as What's an, happening? I told they you we're lucky. As an executive <laughs> chef, and so it's kind of cool, you know, here you are hanging out on a local food and beverage radio show, um, but it was important for us to get down to here to Stanley Marketplace, and I think you're seeing why, but that, that's kind of got to motivate you a little bit at being in the community of chefs, right? Amazing. Yeah. Like, so generous on, Brian, your part and then yes. Yes. to an undertaking on yours you know to it's a lot of work to be a farmer and you know to yield something and what to do and how do you rotate it next year and how to keep the bugs off it yeah. like You're what an undertaking right oh it's huge uh, it, the little farm we used to have an eighth of an acre by uh, du um and uh, that was just an eighth of an acre and the amount of time it took it gave me a huge respect for uh, what farmers do in our, in our country and especially the small um, family farms and how hard they work and uh, the farmers I've gotten to meet over the past 10-11 years being in this business uh, it's really uh, a testament to uh, to their work and uh, every time I eat something now I, I don't even look at it as a slice of pizza I'm like oh my god wonder where this uh, spinach came from where did this piece of broccoli come from where was this sourced and the work that went into it and um, Jeff it, I love that about you man oh, I go really on. Do. no really and, 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 no <laughs> I know yeah. well, and you know what's Please amazing stop, you go continue. into Saza yeah you eat in Saza and he can answer those questions yeah. about the food that you're eating but Absolutely. Brian, that's incredible you know it's not like you're just gonna say hey anybody come on over here and do some farming in our back you recognize him because of what he's yeah. doing and his talents and and i think it's a testament to you to have those opportunities open up for you jeff and and you said 11 years in the business right 11 years yes sir uh, you know what it's easy to get a couple years behind you and say food costs are difficult how can i cut a, a couple of corners here how can i you know grow to to scale of what i'm doing uh, it's difficult to keep in that mindset and and not get swayed because that truly is the difference of being a small business owner that, that really cares about your business to somebody who's like, you know, I can make a couple extra bucks. And let's face it, you could make a couple extra bucks with cutting those corners. Oh, you're absolutely right. And uh, 
luckily uh, we didn't get into the business for that reason. It was never about uh, how much money I could make or how much money uh, was possible. Um, it was always about trying to do the right thing. And <laughs> I'm trying to stay focused here. And there's Gumby once again. Is You're doing a great job. You are doing the a great job. Cameras are out. That's and, right. Uh, I'm trying my keep best to Keep it going, Jeff. Keep uh, it well, I'll, I'll keep it going. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but it, it is, and I, I think Stanley, uh, you know, in their Stanifesto, they talk about that too. Is uh, you know, profits being the, the second aspect. I think if you're doing the right thing and you're doing something you love and you have passion for, people are going to see that and they're yeah. going to taste it in the food and they're going to recognize that. The, the money will come. The, yeah. That will follow. So it, it really is. I mean, I you know, still drive a car with 100,000 miles on it, so I'm not making that much money. But um, it, it is about doing the right thing and it always has. Uh, giving back. I mean, really. I don't want to go through this world uh, leaving with all the toys. I want to go through this world leaving with a, that I did something right. Yeah, and legacy. Let, let I like that. Thank my, you, legacy. My hat's off to you, man. Yeah. I mean, seriously, I've got the goose pimples going on here <laughs> on my arms. And it's people like you who uh, just drive passion. And that passion infused and, and forged into your business, I believe, is very powerful in a, in a world of complacency um, for you to get up and, and say that this is what I believe in and have the track record of, of 11 years and to, to be where you are. I, I'd say good luck, but continued success is what I'll tell you, Jeff. Oh, that's wonderful. Thanks, Greg. I appreciate that. Yeah. Brooks, uh, Jeff, Jeff Rogoff. Um, you're going to be back on the show many more oh. times. I think right you're on. just a great guy. Thank yeah, you. I really do. That. I just got to move there. your offices yeah. to Stanley, yeah. Greg. Yeah. That's <laughs> right. to open up a little booth here. I, that's what I think. It's Julia, right? Is it's it Julia. Juliet. Juliet. Yes. She's a great gal, and she's a huge advocate for yes. you, and I think she does a great job for you. As oh, well. lucky to have people that care about uh, uh, when you can <laughs> care about your business it is amazing and she's definitely one that uh, oh no she, yeah she does she loves it and uh, we're lucky to have her so. she's a sweetheart uh, this is a new one thrown on the card and I'll butcher the name uh, but David Lewis is going to come up oh nice uh, yeah Brian what's the name of the business uh, the name is Miette et Chocolat and oh. it is a, a, a patisserie and he'll tell you more about it it's amazing Miette et Chocolat. Chocolat, uh, yeah. David, French Chocolat. David Lewis is going to come up next. I awesome. really appreciate it. Thanks, Jeff. Hey, thanks for having me. A lot hey. of fun. Thank you so much. All right, we'll come back. We'll take that <laughs> break right here and be back on the Modern Drinker Show on iHeartRadio. Hey, this is Dave Thibodeau from Stop Brewing down in Durango. You're listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. The most delicious hot dogs in Denver are at Billy's Gourmet Hot Dogs. Signature dogs, specialty dogs, gourmet sausages, homemade, hormone-free, 100% single-sourced meat, and never any artificial flavors or coloring. You can taste the difference. 24th and Larimer, near Coors Field, plus food truck, street carts, and at Fiddler's Green. Savor the best damn dog in Denver. Billy'sGourmetHotDogs.com Okay, all right. Well, I guess it's time to do it live, and we'll talk about Jeff Rourke and A Plus Beverage Solutions right now. A Plus Beverage Solutions, um, the guy leads the industry. You need an A Plus on your report card for your draft systems. He's putting in faucets all over town, and he does the best. The most efficient tap lines around uh, Punchbowl Social, Lost Highway Brewing, uh, Declaration Brewing Company, Old Chicago and Brighton, Lucky Pie and Niwot, the new Tap 14, which will be right next door to Keegan Gerhardt's spot, uh, D Bar on 19th. 
Fifth Avenue. Uh, Jeff Works doing it right, man. Putting in 70 taps in Tap 14 right now, which will all have delicious Colorado craft beer. So if you want to get an A-plus on your report card, you need to get a hold of Jeff Rourke, a family man. Him and his wife, they're going to have a baby here this next month. These are the people that you want to support. Jeff Rourke and A-plus Beverage Solutions, 720-272-3809. Don't be one of those people that pours your money down the drain. Right, Jeff? Don't pour your money down the drain. Yeah, don't pour Call Jeff. <laughs> Call Jeff. <laughs> Jeff for our Game Plus Beverage Solution, 720-272-3809. Hi, this is Jim Cook from Sam Adams, and you are listening to The Modern Drinker on iHeartRadio. Cheers. Let's go drink some beer. Yeah, let's do it. The Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Live from Stanley Marketplace. I just had a little he- hesitation. I think uh, David Lewis is sitting in front of me right now. Is it David? Yes. Hi, David. How are you? Good. How are you? Oh, good. Don't be nervous, man. We're just hanging oh, out. I'm, talking. I'm not nervous. Oh, cool. Dave okay. doesn't get nervous. He doesn't get nervous. No. no. He just gets, Only on camera. He just gets even. <laughs> just gets even. All right. Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker running around, putting up photos right here. We've got some. We're going to talk about what's sitting in front of us right now. Uh, Carrie Baird from uh, uh, Chef from... Uh, Bardot. I've got so many names in my head today, yeah, right? Yeah, you do Carrie. have a lot today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, Carrie, do you know what's sitting in front of us right now? Uh, well, it looks delicious. Chocolate forward. <laughs> yes. I like that phrase. <laughs> Good. That, that's a, that's a, I, my yeah. French is so limited. Come on, what These is it? These things, I, listen, they look like they should kind of be decorations. They're so beautiful, mm-hmm. but uh, they're edible. We'll just go right to David. And, and David. Uh, yeah, that's our raspberry chocolate mousse. Uh, it's a, a raspberry jelly center, dark chocolate mousse, a little hazelnut crunchy base on there, a little dark chocolate glaze. That's uh, one thing we're switching out for the holidays. So if you go by our case here, there actually looks like little Santa hats now in our pastry case. Oh, so. very cool. Yeah. Uh, so your business, Miette Chocolat, right? Yes. Uh, say, say it properly. Miette Chocolat. Oh, that sounded delicious. Yeah. <laughs> Which stands for what? Crumbs and chocolate. Crumbs and chocolate. Yeah, my business partner and I, Gonzo, mm-hmm. uh, we came up with this concept, and I do most of the pastries, and he does most of the chocolate. So we came up with a little backstory for crumbs and chocolate. You know, I'm the crumbs, he's the chocolate. So. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. That, I always love, and that's again. So here we are talking about the small business Saturday. You got to have a story, and there it is again. Another great story. Uh, talk about the story of you guys and being here at Stanley Marketplace. Yeah, we came up with this concept a few years ago. We just wanted to look for the right place that fit our business model. And this just seemed to be the, the cool place for us, you know. We work with a lot of the different businesses in here and help each other out. You know, we make products for different businesses. We let them do stuff for us. And it's a good collaboration factor. We love it. What can people expect when they come to your business? Well, we're a modern French patisserie. So, um what you'll see is more European style, you know, what you see over in Europe, that uh, nice decoration, a little more trendy, um, but at a reasonable price for, for what the city's ready for. So, uh, Jay, I'm sure you took these were probably up on the Modern Eater Instagram. Uh, what I'm looking <laughs> at right now, I'm going to I'm going to price this right now. Okay. All right. OK, so I think this is uh, seven bucks. Yeah, right about there, about seven fifty. So, what are some other things that people can get? Uh, right now, we just today was our big holiday release, so we have all of our cool. We have large entremets that look like Santa hats. We have chocolate postcards, you know, look like a That's little cool. cool Santa postcard, all made out of a chocolate bar. 
Um, so you know, it changes. Yeah, we that that was our whole concept. We don't want to be locked down into something. You know, if we come in today, we just want to make whatever we want to make. You know, that's and fine. just be free. You yeah. Know? So crumbs and chocolate. Yeah. It's just the, that's the base of it all, right? That is. It's just crumbs and chocolate. <laughs> everything. Let, anything else? Let's. It's up for debate. Let's. Yeah. We can go down any road you want to, <laughs> as long as it has chocolate and crumbs. That's right. Um, cakes. Uh, just, like I said, our large entremet. So this version of uh, our small cake here, we have a large entremet version mm-hmm. that we do. We don't do your traditional birthday cakes and stuff. We leave that up to the cake decorators. There you, know? you go. I love all this. I'm sitting in front. This, Carrie, you look at this right here. Are you a chocolate fan? Yeah, of course, yeah. I like chocolate. Some people, hey, listen, it'll give me a headache. Or we get a few people that don't like chocolate, <laughs> you know. Believe it or not, they are out there. Yeah, just want the crumbs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just want the um, uh, yeah, and again, this is beautiful. It's like artwork to me. Uh, what's this topped with right here? So that's a uh, jandouille. It's mm-hmm. a mixture of hazelnut and milk chocolate. Mm-hmm. So we take it from the block and we actually use a zester and run a zester and makes the little nest and then it sets up for us. That is made a, with a zester. Yeah. Oh, so like a it, channel. Yeah, just okay. the, like the little five-hole zester. You just run it across the Jandia block, and it creates a little nest for you. That's amazing. The French oh, terms um, make me feel so dumb. <laughs> I mean, more so than I already am. Uh, but French culinary terms, they're, they're all over the place, right? Um, so your, your average customer, it's a little confusing to them, but you're happy to explain? It is. That, that's one fun thing we How like. How are those this. terms for you? Well, both of us grew up, or not grew up, but most of our careers have been working with French pastry chefs throughout the years. I worked in Las Vegas for 10 years under an MOF, so like I, I can read a recipe in French. I can't speak it, but I can totally read a re- any recipe in French, so it's, it's weird, yeah. beaten into your brain. Yeah, it's beaten into my brain, the turns. But we like that. That was a part of our thing is educating people, mm-hmm. you know? If people come in, they ask a question like, how is chocolate made? We have... Uh, dried cocoa pods and cocoa beans. We'll take the time and explain how we do everything. That's Are you fun. roasting chocolate? Uh, we're not roasting. We're, so we're taking the nibs and we're making the bean to bar from that. So okay. not everything. Uh, we use a lot of South American blends. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gonzo is actually an ambassador, the U.S. ambassador for Republica de Cacao now. So one of the South American chocolate companies. Cool. So, yeah. The voice of David Lewis. Uh, you probably hate chocolate, huh? Uh, yeah, yeah. Everybody always says that, you know, I like milk chocolate. I Do think you? it's it's awesome. Okay. You know, we get some good milk chocolate in here. So there you go. Yeah. I love it. Come down and enjoy it. Say the name of your business again so I stay off of it. Uh Miede Chocolat. Gosh, she makes it sound so chocolate. good. Yeah. That's pretty darn good right there. Uh, thank you for coming on the show. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks it's for having us. Beautiful right here. I'll Enjoy. probably uh, 1 a.m. in my closet when I do my best eating. Uh, that, that, that's what's going to happen. There's no shame in this piece of chocolate. <laughs> no, like, no, I mean, beautiful. I mean, you probably won't make it out of the parking lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. Good point. This guy knows me. Yeah. So now, I love it. It's Thanks beautiful. again, man. Yeah, so thank cool. you. Uh, time's just flying by. And Brian, just an, another example of the great businesses that you have here at Stanley. Uh, you might have, uh, here Here it is, we featured, I don't know what, I want to say six spaces. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, have you learned anything about your businesses today? Yeah, sure. I mean, you know, we all spend a lot of time together. From the very beginning, our goal was to build a community as much as it was a marketplace that was really essential to what we're trying to do out here. So we, you know, our business owners are, are friends at this point and get along really well. Um, but yeah, I've learned some things. For I mean, sure. you've got to, it's like uh, being that proud parent, right? I mean, 
sitting down and, and solidifying what you already know about Stanley Marketplace, but to hear the stories and hear my infatuation with them and, yeah. and my excitement to share them with my friends like Carrie, um, yep. it, it, it's got to be heartwarming. I mean, today's too. been amazing. Uh, Small Business Saturday yeah. was really exciting. We had the mayor of Denver and the mayor of Aurora here together this morning to kick off the day with us uh, and just seeing so many people. Um, some regulars, some here for the first time, mm-hmm. some locals, some from out of town, um, all coming here and having a positive experience. That's, uh, yeah, it feels really great. Yeah, everybody's friends and family here. Uh, Brian, I want to thank you so much. And if you don't mind, just because we're short on microphones, I want Jay to come into this next As segment. Should. Yeah, and, for and, sure. and it's because of Hobby. Uh, these two have a really weird rapport. I'm going to be done it. I'm, I'm real interested. I, I wish the people out there could see us yeah. right now. So, um, Mike, back at uh, iHeart, stay on the dump button because this guy, he, he's a loose cannon, Hobby. He's a, just one of the coolest, fun guys. Um, he, today he's uh, the ambassador of Luna and Thank he's you. in Gumby uh, garb apparel and wearing a Chaluna a brewery T-shirt. But for XL, <laughs> I'm Gumby. I don't know how. I've never interviewed somebody in a full costume, but we're going to attempt to do that next. And uh, I hate <laughs> sounding stupid in interviews. <laughs> well, hey, hey, you'll look it. That's, you, you will definitely look it. All right. Uh, Javi Perez is going to come up next in uh, Chuluna Brewery. We'll be right back in a flash. (laughs) I don't know. Javi, behave yourself. We're just going to laugh through this next one. (laughs) Whoa. All right. We'll be right back right here on the Modern Drinker Show on iHeartRadio. This is Charlie Papazian. You can try, and I'll probably say yes. You're listening to the Modern Drinker on iHeartRadio. Rocker Spirits. It's a distillery. It's a place to hang. It's about quality. It's about taste. It's about passion. Infused with American spirit. Rocker whiskey, rocker rum, rocker vodka. Get ready for an original look, feel, and experience. Old Town Littleton. And have you ever had pizza from a thousand degree oven? Great pizza from Sprezzatura. Open Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Rockerspirits.com. Rockerspirits.com. Now it's time for the Modern Drinkers Booze in the News segment. I like my beer cold, my meat grilled, and my entertainment explosive. All we need is a a chair and a a cooler beer. Here's your booze news. Okay, let's do a booze in the news right here. Uh, All the booze news you can use on iHeartRadio and wrapping it up here at Stanley Marketplace. Uh, Just love being here. And uh, myself, Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker rejoining the show, and uh, Carrie Baird, Chef Carrie Baird from Bardo. It's so cool having you out here with us, Carrie. This has been so fun. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no doubt. And um, I just can't wait. Uh, December 7th. Um, is when it all begins. And December 7th, we've got uh, Top Chef coming up, and you're going to be right there in the mix, right? Yep, I'm right there in the mix. It, you know, we already filmed it. It's concluded. It was awesome. Cool. I can't wait to share with everybody. All right, here's one of our favorite breweries in Chaluna. Chaluna Brewery right here, and our guy, Javi Perez. Welcome to the show, Javi. Throw your headset on. Hey, guys. How are you? 
Hi, Javi. Hi, Karen. Super happy to be here. Thank you for coming to do the show here at the yeah, Marketplace. You were Gumby there for just a minute, right? For just a minute. Yeah, Gumby is cool. Greg, uh, Jay Parker here, and I just want to jump in right away because I have an announcement to make that Javi is my man crush. And you have your own, you have your own man crush. I and, do. and it's uh, another brewery. And I have made Javi mine, and I just want to tell you why real quick. So we're texting back and forth last night about doing the show at the Stanley Marketplace. I want to make sure he's on time and all this stuff. And he said the simplest thing that I could not stop laughing about into today. This is what he texted me, Greg, last night. He says, uh, what are you wearing? for the show <laughs> and, it was, and that's it, why he shows up in Gumby yeah and it was just the simplest thing and I could not stop laughing about it but that encapsulized his Javi's sense of humor just the, in, in the most yeah. bizarre thing it's radio what are you wearing yeah and, and then to see him show up today Javi you're uh, never a disappointment my man always on my toes with you I apologize if I sound like an idiot <laughs> that's right that's your one line did you come with two lines <laughs> at least I don't look like an idiot <laughs> I hope you came with two Chaluna, man, you're doing great things over there. How's the brewery doing? It's it's uh, good. It's a great spot to be in. The marketplace gives us a ton of foot traffic. It's like being in a downtown neighborhood with a lot of people out on the sidewalk all night, only we're indoors. Y- yes, indoors. Which helps when it's cold, but we don't have cold anymore, so it's all good. What what are you brewing down there right now? I, I, someone brought out a barrel-aged. Uh, yeah, we just, we just filled, uh, a couple days ago, we filled up six... Mescal barrels. We talked about mescal barrels the last yeah, time we were together. Absolutely. Yes, we just and, fixed and up. So someone actually the the process to bring these barrels up. Where were they in Mexico? They were in Chihuahua, right? They were out. No, they were further south. They were in Oaxaca. So further south, Mexico is kind of like an arm, and if you picture the elbow, that's uh-huh. Oaxaca, and you go out to the hand. If your arm is bent, the hand is Cancun. Okay. And uh, but the shoulder would be California. So Oaxaca is way down south, and they in the were elbow. In the elbow, okay. Uh huh. Just at the Pacific. If you go past the elbow, you're in, <laughs> in Guatemala. Ex- there you go. This is actually how I learned anatomy. Is it? I was going to say. Is it a coincidence that he moonlights as a, a medical professional to where everything comes down to a body part? It's like, well, let me do, let me put it in terms you can understand. You and see it's where your, your left knee arm, is. not your right arm. Yeah, yeah, it's right by your, your right patella. arm. Your left arm. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Kneecap, right arm. Uh, right below the humerus. Yes. <laughs> I thought this was humerus. So the barrel. Yeah, we had them down there in a small community that's outside of the capital city, Oaxaca City. And it took a long time to figure out that they couldn't help us ship anything from there. They didn't have the paperwork, the federal permits. So we sent a guy with a truck to the place where they make the mezcal. He picked up the barrels, drove them as far as he could, sent them into another truck. That guy drove them as far as he could, all north, working their way north. And when they got to Guadalajara, they went out to a tequila factory, got offloaded from a pickup and put into a semi that was bringing tequila barrels up to the States and slowly made their way to Denver. Why? I mean, can't you find a barrel here in Denver? Yeah. Don't they make tequila in the States? Yeah, there are. Well, tequila and mezcal are different. Yeah. So you wanted that mezcal barrel. Yeah, we wanted that smoky quality Mm -hmm. of the mezcal. So it took a while to get the mezcal barrels. And uh, I have met some guys that do the barrels up here. Rocky Mountain Barrel Company yeah, is Noah fantastic over guys yeah. over there. Yeah. And they've got all kinds of barrels. They have tequila barrels. They've got mm-hmm. a lot of stuff. But these mezcal barrels were from friends of ours who make the mezcal. They use a horse. I mm-hmm. think we talked about they use a horse sure. to turn the crushing stone to crush all the fruit. Cool. And so it was just kind of fun to get them from there. So uh, once you use it once, then can you use it again? 
We could probably get a couple uses because they were really fresh. The first batch would sit in it for less time okay. than the second batch uh-huh. to get the same amount of flavor. And then after that, we've got a friend, Nicholas, who works at a place here called The Brew Hut. It's like a homebrew supply store okay. attached to the Dry Dock South. And Nicholas, we give him all of our old barrels, and he turns them into uh, Adirondack-style chairs, which is really cool. That is very cool. Yeah. Um, Carrie, you had a Chaluna beer earlier, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You said, I think Brian took you over there. He, I heard out of the corner of my ear, what do you like? You said, I like an IPA. Yeah. Right? I, I won't remember the name of it, but I drank it. Ojo Rojo, Imperial so IPA. Yeah. 10%. Makes you giggle. It, I, I've been giggly. It worked. <laughs> Being a medical doctor, what, what got you into beer, Javi? Uh, you know, it was way before being a doctor. It was in Berkeley about 27 years ago. There was a homebrew store next to the food co-op I was shopping in, and I bought all the basic homebrew stuff, took it back to my apartment. We made beer, and it was terrible. It was horrible, horrible, horrible. And my roommates decided that they would never waste that much time again. And I did too. Only they never ever made beer again. And I just never made bad beer again. Just kept working on making it better and better. And then we just wanted to have a place. uh, My wife Jennifer and I wanted to have a place where we could have some community and just develop some friendships and sink some roots in. And having just a medical clinic in the middle of the Stanley Marketplace didn't sound so cool. (laughs) (laughs) No, that is cool. (laughs) We do help out with free stuff if anybody needs free medical advice or <laughs> duct tape sutures. Yeah, you're take care l- of stuff, lying yeah. about that. So you have more money than you know what to do with is what you're saying. Uh, if you count all the money in my pockets, yeah, a couple quarters. <laughs> it's, the, it's the love of brewing, right? What, what yeah, you, well, it's really nice. We've developed a nice community. We had Thanksgiving at the brewery last year and this year. We invite friends in and we invite some of our patrons that have become our friends who don't have family in town or don't have the money to leave to go see their family, so they're going to spend the holidays alone, we invite them, and we have our Thanksgiving with our wife, my wife Jennifer, and our kids at the brewery, and we have people show up, and they bring something if they can, if they can't, they don't, and they show up, and we close the brewery, and we have friends, or it might be the free beer that attracts them. Right. <laughs> well, they have the, lot, the Gumby out. You have a lot more yeah. friends when you own a brewery. than, uh, And you can tell them what's wrong with their elbow. Those, yeah. guys, those guys seem to be pretty popular at the party. Uh, Jay here, Greg. Javi, I have a two-part question for you uh, as we get towards the end of the show. One, distribution. Uh, you mentioned it earlier during a break. And two, you have a party coming up. So uh, talk about distribution, you know, if people can find your stuff out there. And then about the party. Yeah, year one was all about figuring out how to open a business, a small business. It's our first venture into entrepreneurship. I'm an emergency physician. Jennifer's a school counselor. So year one was about figuring out how to open a business, how to fund it, get the equipment, make the beer, entertain people, and have a quality experience at the brewery. Year two, which is coming up next Friday, December 1st, that's our one-year anniversary. Year two is going to be figuring out how to grow production Mm -hmm. and how to do some distribution packaging canning or bottling and kegging and getting it out to restaurants bars and liquor stores so we're going to start really uh looking into that there a lot of people have bought it already for restaurants but they come in and then the owners will say sell me beer and we do well real quick tell uh, tell everybody what's going to happen at the friday friday december 1st is our one year anniversary This time last year, we were the only business that was open at the marketplace. The city permits required that we put up construction fencing from the outside of the building to the brewery to close off the rest of the marketplace because it was under construction. So at 4.30, 
construction crews would put up fencing. At five, we were permitted to open. We had food trucks in the parking lot, a working toilet, and the brewery, and that was it. And it was awesome, but it was uh, like 28 degrees last year. <laughs> okay, great. Literally. You didn't answer any part of my question well, at first all of all, with that last statement. Right. <laughs> Happy anniversary, first of all. Thank you. And, Thank you, Jay. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's great that there was uh, fencing yeah. and it was cold and you had a toilet, it was ugly. but uh, you said something about a party. Friday, December 1st, is our one-year anniversary, and we have some mariachi schedule. We've got some food coming in. We have some new beer releases. I'm putting in a nitro system this week, so there we'll have some... Uh, new beer on nitro and we're just gonna have a big party we're not charging anybody there's no admission ticket it's just free we come just down and party with hobby enjoy and yeah thank you come in and enjoy yourselves with us i think we might need to we might need to uh one he's a really cool guy and javi perez uh here with us on the modern eater show and uh, chaluna is the brewery here at stanley marketplace and they just everybody embraces the brew the brewery in their community which is really cool uh just quickly so javi there's a study that came out for uh brewery small brewery microbreweries of distribution they say that uh, 75 percent of all growth comes from your tap room so just get small handles through without concentrate on your tap room don't worry about getting this beer out anywhere else let's uh, make sure stanley marketplace has it there he goes all right javi right here <laughs> man of many words That's and right. then a man of no words yeah, no, told, if you can make a nickel on your can that's called uh, profitable marketing. Yeah, but if you pour that beer. Oh, yeah, it's way better. Way, way better. Way better. I love it. Thank you, Javi. Uh, Jay, Carrie, you guys, it's been really fun here, right? So fun. Thank yeah. you for having me. Oh, I love absolutely. you guys. Uh, did you know Carrie's about to, uh, do you ever watch Top Chef? I did hear that she was going to be out. That's why I jumped behind her to get a picture with her real quick <laughs> yeah. while she was talking. That's right. Because about two months from now, she won't go anywhere near us. Oh, stop. <laughs> Take uh, some Chinese throwing stars on the show. Okay. When yeah. they're judging. Shows, it's already done. It's already, already over. over. Put your hood back on. All right. Gumby. So, Gumby. How much time do we have here, Sebastian? Let me see the countdown on that clock so I can just look at it. Okay. We, we've got to really uh, thank our guy here and uh, Brian Palmer, Chief Storyteller teller here made it all pop to be here thank you bryant on uh, small business saturday as we wrap things up here uh again have to uh, thank chef from bardo chef carrie baird uh jay parker mike wolf sebastian wolf and the whole cast and crew right here live from the stanley marketplace we'll see you next week and uh, we've got some good stuff coming up for you in december so you want to stay tuned and check us out on facebook and our instagram we'll be back next week same time same place the modern eater show 